Welcome to the Your Life Rocks podcast, where we believe life balance is possible. Yes, even for you. This show is designed to help working moms focus on the things that matter most in life, helping you balance all that life has for you with practical tips from one working mom to another. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, and I am so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. You know, let me just say, Merry Christmas. The season is here, and I am so excited. It is truly my favorite time of the year. And if you missed last week's episode, we kicked off our holiday sanity season. And to kick it off on last Tuesday's show, we went through all of the main life rocks. So yes, if you are new to the show, what we consider our life rocks are those big rocks in our life, the things that matter most, those big priorities. And for us, there are eight of them. First, we start off with your faith, your marriage, being a mom, your job, your health, finances, home, and lastly, friends and fun. And so I gave you tips to help you maximize your holiday in all eight areas. And that is just the start. Over the course between now and the end of the year, We are going to be bringing you some amazing guests to help you make this the very best Christmas season possible on our Tuesday episodes. And on our Thursday episodes, I'm going to be walking you through the Holiday Sanity course. Now, of course, you can get all of the training modules of the Holiday Sanity course now. You do not have to wait for those podcast episodes to come out. Plus, when you join either Life Balance membership or you choose to purchase the Holiday Sanity course, you're going to get all of the worksheets and everything else that goes on into it. Now, today we are kicking off our first guest in this series, and this is such a great topic to be kicking things off with because we are talking about your health. Now, to quote our guest in the interview, your health does not have to be a victim of the holiday season. I can tell you every year my health is the victim of the holiday season, but I am but I am determined that that is not going to be the case this year. And since our interview, I've already started implementing her steps and her tips. And I'll tell you guys, it has made such a huge difference just in my energy level and the way I feel about myself. So I'm super excited for you to learn from our guest today. Our guest is Lindsay Young, and she is a certified transformational nutrition coach and certified strength and conditioning specialist living in sunny Southern California. She's also a wife, a mama of three, food enthusiast, and embracer of imperfection. Now, I love everything about Lindsay and what she does, and the thing I love most is that she really specializes in helping busy women, just like you and me, develop a nutrition and lifestyle plan that fits into their real life so they can gain health without losing their minds. I don't want to lose my mind. I don't want you to lose your mind. She also believes that healthy eating can be simple, beautiful, and easy. Now, Lindsay's approach to wellness focuses on on real food in a real-life context. She is passionate about helping her clients develop a modern approach to a healthy life that is both sustainable and joyful in their homes and out in the real world. Because let's face it, that's life, right? She believes living well can mean eating chocolate and enjoying happy hour, learning to trust your body and embracing food freedom. And I could not think of a better health expert to talk to us about ways that we can build up our health and keep working towards our health goal, even though it's Christmas cookie season. And we talk about that a lot in today's episode. So I'm really excited to share these five tips that she has put together for you. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Lindsay, welcome to Your Life Rocks. I am so excited to have you on to chat with us today. 
Thank you, Jenny. I am super excited to be here. Oh my gosh, this is going to be a great episode talking all about health and it's a perfect time of year to dive into that topic. But before we get there, tell us a little bit more about who you are. So I was certainly not like the picture of anything health and fitness growing up. And it's definitely a testimony to that God can use anyone. Um, I was really overweight growing up and just kind of through all these different things in my life found health and fitness and just the impact of nutrition on um, the way that it touches every area of your life. And um, I just feel super blessed right now to be able to, um, to have a, a personal training business and then also a nutrition coaching business along with being a wife and a mom. And, um, you know, I've just got my hands full of all these different passions. And um, it's just, it's been so cool to see the doors that God has opened and um, just the way that I get to live out his mission every day with this work that I do. That's one thing I love about God is the way that he takes the most unlikely situations and the most (laughs) unlikely people and puts them into work. And I think that's how you know it's God doing it because otherwise it just wouldn't make sense, right? Totally. Absolutely. Yes. So with running this multifaceted business that you have and being a wife and being a mom and doing all of the things, talk Mm -hmm. to us a little bit about life balance. How, How do you define life balance for you? Um, you know, it's so interesting, you know, you hear that word balance thrown around all the time. And I really feel like it's so hard to, um, you know, as moms to just feel inadequate as working moms feel inadequate in all of these different areas. And the comparison urge is so strong. And, um, you know, I really feel like you, you know, you've achieved that level of balance when you just know that you're doing the best that you can in all those areas of life. And, you know, being able to go to bed at night and thinking like, okay, like I did, I did the best that I could and God knows that. And, um, and, and that's enough. And my worth is not in whether I got, you know, whether I am exceeding in all of those areas, but just that I'm showing up and giving my best. Mm, Amen. Amen. And I think that that's a big piece of that too, is the worth piece. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. That's perfect. I know. I mean, I used to, and I still, I struggle with this all the time, just feeling like my value is in how many boxes I get. I got crossed off in that particular category that day or that month. And, um, but you know, but that's not the case. Our worth, you know, our worth is down in Jesus and not whether, you know, we have gotten those things accomplished or not. Yeah. I so believe in that, that it's really about the heart of the issue. And, you know, even in my own health journey, um, you know, I've had my ups and my downs and my struggles and my triumphs, and Mm -hmm. it is really easy to get your self-worth tied into all of that, but really bringing it into more of the heart of the issue of, of being disciplined and the things that the Bible says and the way that we should treat our health has been really transformative for me. But why do you feel like around the holiday time of year, like we just struggle? Like it seems like it's different than other times of the year because you could easily think about summertime and the struggles that might come up or the springtime and struggles that might come up. But the holiday seems to be like a special kind of struggle when it comes to weight. Why do you think that that is? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, I think that in past episodes, you've done such a great job with this podcast in laying the foundation for why being a good steward of our body matters. Um, You know, that it's not about just 
being bikini ready all year long or anything like that. But, um, you know, the holidays are, they're just this perfect storm of opportunity for (laughs) waking, not only because, I mean, there are the obvious reasons like the holiday parties and the big festive meals and all of the sweets that are just readily available. But a lot of the big lifestyle factors are at play against those, right? So we've got kind of the shorter, cooler days that just provide us with less opportunities to exercise, right? Like I want to take my kids to the park yesterday at four and I was like, oh gosh, like it's going to be dark soon. Um, And then stress is so so stress is such a huge hormonal trigger for weight gain. And I don't think that that's necessarily talked about a lot, just um, the physiological response that we have to stress and how even if we are exercising the same and eating the same, just how, um, you know, more predisposed we are to weight gain because of that. And, you know, I mean, this, this is a podcast for working moms, right? And there are so many, um, there's so many more chores and tasks that just fall under our umbrella of responsibility at this time of year, you know, getting out the cards and the gifts and the yes. performance rehearsals and just, you know, family tensions and end of the year work deadlines and all of those things just take up more time. So we end up having less time for meal prep, less time for sleep, less time for, um, you know, getting our exercise in. And, you know, a lot of times it's our good intentions um, that get pushed aside, right? Just, you know, as moms, we tend to self-sacrifice a little bit. So, um, and then I think that as the season drags on and we make poor eating choices, um, then it really affects our moods, right? Like then we've got oh, yes. blood sugar swings and those certainly aren't flattering on anyone. <laughs> no. And, you know, when we start to kind of not eat in alignment with our values, it can, it can snowball a little bit. And then we figure like, well, we might as well just wait till January to even try to get back on track. Ooh, I like the way you said that. Not eating in line with our values. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. That's like a quotable Lindsay moment. <laughs> well, and that's, I think where, I mean, it's not that like, I mean, are our cookies terrible? No, are, you know, it's not that, I mean, food is just food. It's not good or bad. It's just food and you're not good or bad for eating it or not eating it, but it's that tension that's created when we, when we have higher standards for ourselves and we don't meet those. And mm. I think that's where, that's where a lot of the conflict arises. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the guilt arises too. Totally. Yes, exactly. And I love too that you said it's the sum of the small choices and the little decisions that we make between Halloween and New Year's that really can cause that, um, I don't want to say deterioration of health, but you know what I mean? Like it it starts to add on those extra things that make us feel super guilty when January 1st rolls around, right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, holiday waking, it's not the result of one big meal, right? It's usually, um, it is, it's just those small cumulative choices. Oh my gosh. So tell me that there's hope. There is absolutely hope. So I know you've prepared five tips for us to help us survive this season and and not come into January having to reverse some of the damage that we've done between these couple weeks here of the holiday season. So share with us your first tip. Yes. And these are super like practical tips. I mean, I think we love practical. I mean, it's important to be in touch with your why and to, you know, all of those things also, but I mean, I'm, I'm a big fan. And one of the things I appreciate, appreciate about your podcast is that you always do have such great, like, okay, these are your 
tips. These are your practical steps. Um, so that's what I wanted to be able to provide today. But okay, so the first one is to start your day sugar free. And this is really all about like setting the metabolic tone for your day, because that's what breakfast does. You have this opportunity at the beginning of the day to really set your intentions for where you're going to go with your nutrition and with your energy for the rest of the day. So and just because of this time of year, like I talked about, like there are just there are more temptations there, you're probably indulging a little bit more than normal. So you are just more, you're setting yourself up for a little bit more of a blood sugar roller coaster. And if you're able to just pull the sweets out of breakfast, like from now until January, um, it's a really good just habit to get into to just set yourself up for success all day long. So, you know, I'm definitely, I'm not against having fruit with breakfast or a little bit of maple syrup in your coffee or something like that. But, um, if you are, um, just, you know, we're more susceptible at this time of year. And I would say this is a really great time to pull those things out and just focus on getting yourself a really good nourishing, grounding breakfast that doesn't have anything sweet in it. I love this tip because it is really easy to kind of get into that mindset of, you know, you don't have this stuff around the rest of the year. So why right. not? Right. Why not have a Christmas cookie with your coffee exactly. instead of morning? <laughs> why not have leftover <laughs> pie for breakfast? Sounds great. And then it's not about like, it's not, you're not having this restrictive mindset of, oh, I'm not going to have this thing at all. But just by not starting your day with that, um, it just sets you up um, better just for, for your blood sugar. So, I mean, my go-tos are fruit-free smoothies. I'm a big fan of those. Um, and I know not everyone lives in a climate where they can enjoy smoothies all year long. Um, but I also do, you know, I'll, I'm always kind of roasting big batches of vegetables. So we have leftovers in the fridge all the time. So I'll just toss a couple eggs on top of leftover veggies. Um, I always keep um, Adele's organic chicken sausage that we get at Costco. I keep like a package of those in the freezer and a package of those in the fridge. And those can cut up really quickly and easily to even just do with some frozen veggies or some leftover veggies that I have in the fridge. Um, and I really like the Dr. Preggers veggie patties. Those you can get at most health food stores or even the Hillary's eat well veggie bites. Those are great things to just kind of have stocked away. So you really don't have an excuse. If you have even things in the freezer, there's always something that you could pull out to, to put together pretty quickly. I like that because I feel like when you have a plan, because it's like the cookies don't like you don't wake up and be like, I'm going to have cookies for breakfast. It's like you, you don't plan on having <laughs> anything else, right? And then you see the cookies right. and that's how they end up in your mouth. Whereas if you Absolutely. have a plan, then maybe less likely. Totally. Yes. You're putting those structures in place ahead of time. <laughs> I love it. I love structure. All right. So number one, start your day sweet free. What's number yeah. two? Number two is to get 10 minutes of exercise in every single day. So this is not because, um, this isn't because you can out exercise a bad diet or, um, because if you, you know, if you work yourself harder, you can eat whatever you want. It really has more to do with just making that time, um, a priority in your day. Um, I mean, we all know that exercise makes us feel good and it makes us feel good about ourselves. So you're more likely to make those self-honoring good food decisions. If you've also made that self-honoring choice and connection with your body through exercise. Also exercise, it really helps balance blood sugar. So, um, you know, if you are having more carbs and sugar, it's a really good way to help just like bring yourself back to normal and help balance that out. 
So um, a really good combo, like is if you're able to wake up in the morning and get in even just 10 minutes of exercise, followed by, you know, what the point I said before, a breakfast with good protein and veggies. And there are so many um, really great, like there are a million short body weight workouts available, you know, if you go on YouTube or Pinterest. Um, and, you know, of course, we may, we might have these goals of like getting to our yoga class twice a week or trying to get to the gym three times a week. But, um, you know, this is the time of year when sometimes those things fall by the wayside. And if we've still just made that priority of even just getting 10 minutes of exercise in every day, we're going to feel just so much better about ourselves in general. I like that plan of getting just the, having that 10 minutes and then having that healthy breakfast and that compound effect, both for your body, but then also for your mind. I mean, like when you were talking about no sweets in the morning, it's really about starting your day with that different intention. And yes. I feel like the workout just takes that up a notch. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. Now, is there any kind of workout that you would recommend in particular to do or like anything? So anything from yoga to weights to maybe an interval training, or do you recommend one type better than others? I mean, I always think that the best type of exercise is the type of exercise that you like to do. And I think especially at this time of year, if you get too caught up in feeling like, well, if it wasn't a HIIT training workout, then it wasn't worth doing at all. Um, so even a 10 minute walk, I think is really effective. But if you do have just a little bit more flexibility and you're open to other things, um, HIIT training, high intensity interval training, or just any type of strength training, um, it does um, work your body in a way that's just a little bit more effective, especially for preventing weight gain. So um, I personally use this program called Lift Weights Faster that just has like 10, 20, and 30 minute workouts that, um, that are just in like a PDF. Um, and then I also like the, um, there's a YouTube channel called Body Fit by Amy. And again, the exercises are, they're all kind of strength training based, or you can choose more yoga and Pilates, but they're all like 10, 20, 30 minutes, which I think is really practical. Um, my go-to workout, if I, I mean, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm up, I've got 10 minutes and I need to shower and get out the door is to just set a timer for 10 minutes and run up and down the stairs, do 10 squats, 10 push-ups, 10 reverse lunges, 10 dips, and just repeat that over and over until the timer goes off. And, um, and then I'm on my way. That is amazing. That is such a, and I think that this is, this is where I think we all get into trouble sometimes with exercise. I mean, obviously not you because you're a personal trainer and you do this <laughs> stuff, but for the rest of us, like it can be such a, like an all or nothing. Like if I don't have time to do that full workout, then I just, you know, I'm not going to do it. But like when you said just set the timer and run up and down your stairs and do some squats and do some push-ups and do some like whatever, like that's totally doable. Yes. Like I don't have stairs in my house, but I can still do something like that. I think that that is, um, that's such a great tip. Like that just inspired me to, to work out a little bit more. And, I think, <laughs> and it's easy. It's so easy to get caught up in that mindset of if I don't have time to do the big workout and get in my car and drive to the gym, then I'll just do nothing or I'll just <laughs> eat the Christmas cookies instead. Um, but it really, I mean, all those little bits, especially between now and New Year's, those little tiny bits put together really do make an impact. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's just incredible. I mean, as you're starting to make dinner, you have like 10 minutes, you know, where you can just set the timer and do something. I love yeah. that. That's great. That's really, really good. All right. So number one was start your day sweet free. Number two yes. was get 10 minutes of exercise in a day. Super simple. Talk to us about number three, because this is going to be a good one. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited so, for this one. Okay. So number three is birthed out of um, my own 
I guess this is a struggle for me every single year. And this tip is to decide ahead of time what to do with food gifts. And this one is huge for me because we receive so many holiday treats. And I think that it's like this for a lot of people, but it seems like everywhere we turn, people are like giving you a plate of cookies. And we have an aunt that sends peanut brittle every year. And I mean, it's so good, but having that stuff lying around on your kitchen counter and in your home is just a recipe for disaster. And every time you walk by those treats and you have to make the decision, I mean, you're faced with a decision, right? Do oh, yeah. I indulge? Do I not? And, um, you know, and that contributes to decision making fatigue. And I think as working moms, we're already, I mean, we're already making a million decisions every day, right? Like what color socks is my kid going to wear? And what time do I need to leave to beat traffic? And, you know, we just have so many decisions we're making all the time that, I mean, we're really not to blame for eventually diving face first into those Christmas cookies that are on the counter <laughs> because we do just eventually run out of willpower. So my advice is to keep the enemy out of the house and have that discussion, you know, with your spouse ahead of time, if you need to, or just make the decision ahead of time, what you're going to do with all of those food gifts. So, I mean, I have a problem personally with throwing food away. It's something I struggle with. You know, I used to really struggle with my kids when they wouldn't finish their dinner, feeling like I needed to pick and eat at food because I just hate food waste. But so I think coming up with a good strategy ahead of time, like, okay, what do we do with these, these food gifts can be, um, can be really strategic. So there are three things that we do with food treats. So if it's something that needs to be eaten, like pretty quickly, that's going to go you know, to waste in a couple of days. Um, it either goes right in my husband's car for him to take it to his office, or I put it in my car and I take it to the gym to give to, you know, like <laughs> maintenance and housekeeping and stuff, you know, that it's, I'm like, okay, it's just not, it's not coming in our house. It's going in someone's car so that it's sitting in the garage overnight. And then we're taking it in tomorrow morning. And then somebody's getting to enjoy it, but it's just not in our house. Um, and then, or the second thing that we'll do is we'll give it to homeless people. We have a lot of homeless people on street corners in Pasadena. So, I mean, I actually have two boxes of crackers right now that someone gave me, um, that I just have sitting on my, the seat in my car. So that when I pull up to an intersection and there's someone there, you know, it's really good food. I just, I just don't want it in my house. So, um, so then I can, you know, it blesses them. It blesses me. And I'm able to, to just give that to someone who's going to appreciate it. Um, and then the third thing that we do, if it's really good dark chocolate, because I love dark chocolate, my husband does too. And we have, I have some clients who know that I will really appreciate some good organic dark chocolate. And we put that in the freezer. We put that all kind of in the back of the freezer. So it's out of sight, but we'll, we can then have it in moderation throughout the year. So <laughs> That is really, really helpful because was, I was going to ask you, I'm like, well, what do you do with it? Because I'm the same way. I don't like to throw anything away. And plus it's that if someone took the time to make something or buy something and give it to me, I mean, that takes effort. So I wouldn't right. want to like, you know, just not accept it or, or just to throw it away or something like that. But I really, really love those tips on what you can do with them to either reshare to a wider audience or even giving it to the homeless, I think is amazing. I don't right. think anyone's going to give me any dark chocolate. So um, <laughs> that one's kind of off, off the table for me. But, uh, but I do get like tons of plates of cookies and breads and everything that I shouldn't eat. So right. that's right. really good. 
That's really, and, really I mean, good. And when you have those, I'm such a little, you know, I'll walk by and take a little nibble and then I'll walk by again five minutes later and take a little nibble. Yes. And, I mean, and sugar, I mean, we know this about sugar, right? It lights up those areas in our brain and it can just, it can become really addictive. So you just kind of keep going back time and time again. And then, you know, and I just know from experience, like then I just feel kind of broken at the end of the day. Like, oh, why didn't I do better? Why did I walk by that 10 times? And um, so just kind of adopting that philosophy in our house the last couple of years has been so helpful. And I love too that you mentioned the decision fatigue. Like when you're having to constantly fight your willpower and look something <laughs> straight down and say, okay, it's there. I'm not going to have it. Maybe I should have it. Maybe I shouldn't have it. Like that gets exhausting and it can stress us out and make everything else a little bit harder too. <laughs> it does. It really does. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, these have been great tips. I know you have a few more for us, which I'm really excited to dive into. But before we do, let's first hear from our sponsor. Well, that sound can mean only one thing. It's Christmas time. I hope that you're as excited for this holiday season as I am. And you know, as a working mom, it can be a busy, crazy time of year. And I want to help you cut the stress, cut the chaos, and live intentionally this Christmas season. So go to HolidaySanity.com for your holiday sanity course. Now, if you are a member of Life Balance Membership, you can just click on the courses icon on the top menu and find your holiday sanity course. Inside the course, module one covers all about the mindset of being intentional, setting that intention for this holiday season for you and your family. Module two walks you through all of the practical steps, the time management, how in the world you're gonna get all of this stuff done that you need to get done. I got your back. And module three is all about drawing closer to God. This is such a great season for you to deepen your relationship with Jesus. And I have some great tips and tactics for you to do to do just that. Plus, there's a ton of bonus material in here as well when it comes to worksheets, budget tools, gift planning guides, all of that for you. And let me tell you, it is the perfect time to join Life Balance membership if you are not yet a member because you can do this holiday sanity course to end the year strong. And then at the end of December, I'm releasing a brand new course to help you set goals like you never have before to kick off 2018 strong. You can start your free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. Just want the holiday sanity course? Then go to holidaysanity.com. All right, now let's get back to the show. All right, you guys, we are back with Lindsay and we are talking about some really practical, simple, straightforward tips to avoid holiday weight gain. So first tip was to start your day sweet free, which is such a great tip. Number two is to get in 10 minutes of exercise every single day. And number three is to have a plan of action on what you're going to do with all of those food gifts that come into your house. And Lindsay, I love everything that you've shared with us so far, and I know you have even more. So hit us with number four. Okay. So number four is talking about um, when we are going to events and we're going to parties and we're going to gatherings. And so that tip is to eat before you go. Um, a lot of times we end up, um, we end up making, you know, poor food choices because we show up to a party and we are starving, right? And we're eyeing the appetizers and we're eyeing the drinks. And, um, 
Uh, so just going into that party or that gathering with a little bit of food in your stomach will just calm you so that when you get there, you've got just kind of more peace of mind to be able to assess and identify what are the healthy options. And I think that, you know, a lot of these holiday gatherings, they can be a little stressful. Like, you know, there's a little bit of social anxiety and our tendency is to, you know, maybe fill our plate so that we look busy or, um, you know, we're drinking because we want to have something to do with our hands. So, um, and this is just kind of a tip I recommend in general to my clients when, you know, aside from the holidays, but just when they're going to parties and events, and that is to just have a little something, you know, maybe 20 to 30 minutes before you go. Um, my go-to recommendations are like a hard boiled egg, um, maybe some like organic deli turkey with some avocado, some veggie sticks with hummus or guacamole, um, a handful of almonds. Um, for my clients who are maybe going to something like from work and then they're going to an event and they're not sure, you know, the event starts at six, but will we eat at seven? Will we eat at eight? I don't know. Um, I'll recommend that they take a, like a shaker bottle with some protein powder and just fill it up with ice water or fill it up with some unsweetened almond milk. Because if you go into that party and you've got just, you know, 10, 20 grams of good protein in your stomach, you're just going to feel calm. You're going to be at peace. You're going to be able to, you know, assess the situation and just make much better food choices. That's great that you bring in the emotional component of that because, you know, it's really simple to just think about eating before you go so that you, you eat less while you're there, but really playing into that emotional piece of it. Like when you were talking about looking busy with your food and <laughs> yeah. like, how, do, how, how do you know <laughs> that that's what I do? But I think we all kind of do that a little bit when you're, you know, your parties are not always everyone that you know, or maybe you're not super excited about being there, but you kind of have to because it's a work function. And we all kind of do that. And so I love that you bring up the fact that having that protein will just help to settle some of that emotion a little bit and just to help you feel a little bit more calm and grounded so that you can make some of those better choices. Absolutely. Yeah. And I know that then when we, you know, a lot of times these events are just, you know, like I said before, the, the timing of it is a little bit unpredictable. I had a client who just the other week, she was telling me about this event that they went to and she was saying, they didn't even feed us till 830. And by the time my entree got to the table, I had eaten my bread basket and my husband's. And, <laughs> you know, so just, I mean, if you, you eat a little bit before you go, and then if you're not, you know, then maybe you eat a little less on your plate. You can always make that decision then, but if you go and you're starving, you're just, you know, you're setting yourself up to eat more than you originally intended or just not make the best quality food choices while you're there. That's good. That's good. And I do have noticed lately, the more parties that I go to, they, they do do a better job. It seems like that of having veggie plates or fruit plates or some healthier options too, which I think is great. Yes, absolutely. I think so too. I think people are just becoming a little bit more conscious of that. So happy about that. <laughs> Makes it a lot easier. All right. Now this last one is I think really, really helpful because for me, it's not so much a ton of like big parties and gatherings that we go to, but more of like family functions or functions with close friends where they cook for us. And that can be really difficult. And I know your, your fifth tip that you have for us really hits that on the head. Yeah. So this tip is great for those occasions where you feel like you're really going to offend someone who maybe just made something special just for yes. you. Or it's really something that is really, I mean, 
So I think of, you know, when I go to someone's house and they have like holiday M&Ms that are sitting out and I, I can maybe think like, oh gosh, this is a special treat. Well, not really. Like I can get M&Ms at any time of the year, <laughs> but there are those occasions where there's something that's truly, you can't get every time of the year, or you're with that aunt only, you know, only on these special occasions. And she always makes this special cheesecake and, um, you know, it's just, and, and then you do want to to be able to enjoy it mindfully. So the fifth tip I have is to use the three bite rule. And that is to, you know, no one's going to be upset if you take three bites of something and then put your fork down and, and thank them graciously for what they just made for you. Um, but just having those three bites to kind of give yourself some, just some parameters, some limits, like, okay, I'm not going to eat the whole piece of cake, but I am going to really enjoy those three bites. And I think we all know that the three, the first three bites are the best, right? Those are the bites that you really enjoy the most. Um, so, and then I, I also like to say that they're three polite bites. So they're not like the kind of bites that you take in front of your refrigerator in the middle of the night when you're like <laughs> eating out of the ice cream carton. Just three, you know, mindful, polite bites. And um, I know we have this come up a lot where, you know, we have relatives that will make something that is like their signature dish and they would get really offended if you didn't at least have a little bit of it. So I think just having that rule, um, it helps you to, um, you know, still feel like you're enjoying and participating with everyone without going completely off the rails. That's good. And I like it too, because it makes it feel like there's not any restrictions, right? Like, right. so it's not like you can't have it. It's just three bites. And after the third bite, like your mouth is so saturated with the flavor, you're not really probably tasting any of the rest of it anyway. Yeah. And it's, and also I think too, if you're thinking, okay, I'm going to have just three bites of this, you slow down a little bit and you really notice it and you mm. enjoy it and you're more present with it. Um, I mean, God gave us, he gave us taste buds for a reason and he, you know, he made food so good for a reason, right? We have all these flavors and textures and smells and I really think food is meant to be enjoyed. So if you just kind of go in with the mindset that you're going to have three bites of this, you know, amazing, whatever it is, um, I think it really causes you to pause for a moment and, um, and, and just take that extra moment to really appreciate it. Mm, that's so good. That's so good. You know, you've been so generous with all of these tips. I feel myself, just speaking for myself, um, a whole lot more empowered going into this holiday season with a plan. Like, cause it's every single year, it seems like I have intentions, but not a plan. And there's certainly a difference between the two. And without an actual plan in place, that's when we tend to make, or at least myself, I tend to make the Christmas cookies for breakfast <laughs> <laughs> things that come up, right? So right. I don't make those best choices. So I love that you have given us these tips that we can really implement and put together a strong action plan. So thank you so much, Lindsay. I so appreciate you sharing all of that with us. You are so welcome. Now, what Bible verse do you have for us? Because I know you have woven God into all of your tips, which I absolutely love that you've done that. Um, but what verse do you have to share with us for this episode? So the verse I have today is Proverbs 17, 22. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And, um, you know, I, when I was listening to one of your podcasts from a couple months ago, I think you were talking about like finishing the year strong. And one of the things that you said that really stood out to me was, um, you know, when we're constantly sitting in our brokenness, it doesn't give God glory. And I think about brokenness and I think about a crushed spirit. And I think that you know, as we kind of like what I said before, when we're not eating in alignment with our values that, you know, we get that crushed feeling, we get that broken feeling. And, um, you know, just by having these, 
strategies in place and a plan. You feel so much more empowered and like you're in control and you're not going to be, you know, a victim of this holiday season. So. Oh my gosh. So beautifully said, could not have said it better myself. I love that. And it is so true. Whenever we do make those decisions, especially about eating, but really any area of our life that don't align with our values, that's when that um, feeling of not being enough or guilt, all of those things that can start to seep in, um, that can make us bring ourselves right back to that broken state. So I love that. That's perfect. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on today. Now, if people want to learn more about you, um, where can they find you? Yes. Well, okay. So I am, I like to hang out a lot on Instagram. So I am there at Lindsay, that's L-I-N-D-S-A-Y dot lives dot well. And then I also, I was really excited to be able to offer this to your listeners because I just finished up um, this brand new smoothie guide that I have. And it has um, all, it has 16 brand new smoothie recipes and I have all of my like tips and tricks and half the smoothie recipes are all fruit free. So they'd be a really great option for this holiday season. So I wanted to be able to give that to your listeners and they can download that if they go to lindsayliveswell.com forward slash smoothie. And then I am also, um, I'm on Facebook a lot. I have a Facebook group called Busy Ladies Live Well. And um, that has been such a great group for just busy women who are encouraging one another. And we share recipes and tips. And I'm in there a lot, just coaching and giving guidance. Um, So yeah, so those are the main places to find me. I love it. Thank you so much for providing our listeners with that smoothie tool. I mean, I I don't even want to say it's like recipes because it really is a a more comprehensive tool than just some recipes. And so I love that you've provided that for us. So make sure you guys go and you check that out and follow her on Instagram because that's where I met Lindsay is on Instagram. (laughs) I love following her. She gives me so much inspiration and her pictures are absolutely gorgeous too. And it's all very practical stuff. So I know that you guys will love following Lindsay over on Instagram. And Lindsay, I know you've put together a special tool for our members of Life Balance as well. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So the, what I have for the members of Life Balance is a guide um, called Conquer the Afternoon Crash. And when I am working with busy working moms, one of the things that they're always telling me is about that 3 p.m. slump and that drive through Starbucks after lunch and that feeling of, you know, counting down the hours until bedtime for their kids. So I put together this guide that um, really walks through um, just steps towards managing your energy. There are recipes and work workouts and um, just a lot of nutrition structure for how to avoid that afternoon crash. Beautiful, beautiful. So make sure you guys go and check that out inside lifebalancemembership.com. And thank you so much, Lindsay, for coming on and being so generous with your time and your knowledge and your gifts. I feel so blessed and I know our listeners are going to be blessed by you as well. Thank you so much, Jenny. And thank you for for this podcast. I know that I found your podcast during a time when I was so craving just that that spiritual component of being a working mom. And, you know, just your your coaching is amazing. And I'm always just so impressed at the way that you execute through all of these different, um, you know, rocks in our lives. And I just, I feel so blessed by you. Oh, thank you so much. That means the world to me. Thank you. (laughs) You guys, I have to tell you, one of my favorite things about doing this podcast is meeting incredible 
generous, amazing, brilliant women just like Lindsay. So Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on the show and for listening to the show as well. You know, I have to say after our interview, I've already started implementing some of her things especially the 10 minute workouts a day. Like this last weekend, I played tag with my kids at the park for 10 minutes. I had a bazillion other things that I wanted to do and I needed to do that day, but my youngest son really wanted to go to the park and I really wanted to spend some time with him. And so although we were only at the park for like 15 minutes, I set the timer for 10 minutes and we played tag for 10 minutes straight of running and stopping and running and stopping. It was amazing. So thank you so much, Lindsay, for giving us those tips that really fit into our everyday life, things that we can absolutely, totally do. So I hope that you go to her website. I hope you grab her smoothie toolkit that she has for you. And for our Life Balance members, that 3 p.m. slump guide that she has, how to avoid that, how to have more energy throughout your day, is already loaded in the health section of the Life Balance membership. If you are not yet a member and you wanna take advantage of the resource that Lindsay provided for our members, in addition to that, we have the Holiday Sanity course. And going into the new year, we are gonna have a brand new course for our members. And I'm telling you, you are gonna be setting goals like you have never done before. I am so excited to share our new goal setting course with you coming out at the end of December. Perfect timing going into the new year. So if you're not yet a member, now is a perfect time to join. Now there are a ton of courses and resources in there, including our life balance course, morning routine course, the rebalance workshop. There's a ton of stuff in there. So to prevent you from getting overwhelmed from all of the stuff in there, I highly recommend that you join now. Do your holiday holiday sanity course. And then after the holidays, do the new goal setting course. And then you can move right into the core of the program, which is our life balance course. Now that course is the exact system that I have been using for years and I've coached hundreds and hundreds of women to use as well to help them create more balance in their life. And you can start your free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. Now, if you are not wanting to become a member, but you do want the Holiday Sanity course, you can just go to HolidaySanity.com or YourLifeRocks.com and you can purchase the course there. It's only $5.99, but I highly recommend that you get it at the very beginning of the season so that you are fully equipped, prepared for an intentionally awesome holiday season ahead. No crazies, no chaos. Now, over the course of the next few Thursdays leading up to Christmas, you will get some of the training that is in Holiday Sanity in full disclosure, but you'll get it dripped out week by week versus having it all at once. So we are starting with this Thursday with mindset, really setting your intention and your focus for the Christmas season. So I hope that you hit subscribe so you do not miss that. And until then, keep building a life that rocks. Bye.